people pay good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. Turn it off. Vill inte du hålla på med mat och sånt där? Jag längtade och drömde om att jag skulle få jobba med mat. Men så blev jag gravid väldigt tidigt. Nej men shit, det är Johan. Den så höjer kocken. Han har matlagningskurs. Kom igen, vi anmäler oss. Du kan inte tvinga mig att hålla på med det här kurstramset längre. Nu stavar vi salt. S-O-J-A. Ingen tjafs, ingen prat. Du har inte följt receptet. Jag brukar gå på känslan. Ja, men här följer man mina instruktioner. Har du tänkt på vilken ton du använder mot folk? Ursäkta. Absolut. Hur är ursäkta? Du brukar vinkla kniven. Och så skär vi ett långt svepande skär. Kommer du ha fler kurser? Nej, jag tror det var ett misstag att jag flyttade hem igen. Hey folks, welcome to a special episode of The Projection Booth. So the good news is, I got to speak with somebody that I've been wanting to talk to for years. The actor, singer, and a whole lot of other things, Peter Stromare. The bad news is, it's a very short conversation. He's got a new movie coming out called Food and Romance, also known as The Tuesday Club, or Tistagklubben. My Swedish is not very good. His is definitely much better than mine. And his English is probably better than mine as well. So let's go ahead, play this interview. I hope you enjoy it. And definitely check out Food and Romance. It is so nice seeing him in a romantic lead role rather than playing a psychotic. But man, oh man, does he play psychos well. Enjoy. So I have to tell you, I'm absolutely thrilled to be talking with you because I've been a fan of yours for a long darn time. I think probably... Yeah, probably since I want to say, well, definitely Fargo, but I want to say even back to like Awakenings and things like that. For my first sort of Hollywood, I've done some independence there in New York, but that was, well, to sit and read with De Niro and Robin Williams. Uh, Robin Williams became a good friend. Yeah, fantastic guy. I've always been curious about your role in Fargo. You so reminded me of the actor Timothy Carey in that film. It is based on a true character. So it was all, you know, all the characters were sort of made up from their childhood up in in St. Paul. 
the suburb of St. Paul, I even visited mom and dad, their house they grew up in. And I was up there. So all the characters actually, Marge, I mean, Francis is, and William Macy's, they're all characters they grew up with. And the, the murder in the wood chipper was not this guy who did, but that was a murder or, you know, a body disappeared in a wood chipper. So they, they blended all the guys together and the, the girl, the female characters and the male. And they wrote the story and actually about more or less when they grew up as teenagers. That's what they said. And my character is based on, on a guy that was always quiet and smoked all the time. And he has a, some flavor of another character. And Ethan described him very much. And he never said the pancake house. He said the pancakes house <laughs> in plural. So it's, it's their idea. You know, it's like maybe me writing about my upbringing in a small village in northern Sweden. Characters from my childhood. And I make a story up. And so it was there. And I said, oh, it's just because I'm, I'm, I'm from Scandinavia. I have a great Minnesotan accent because I have no line. And I said, but he never really talked. He was always together with other guys who did the action. But he, you know, he went to jail. He went to jail because he did some bad things. And But he was always silent, but always with a cigarette. So it was most important with a cigarette dangling in my face. And I threw up. One of the first scenes we ever shot that I was in was uh, with me and Buscemi and Macy meeting in a bar with a cigarette. And I remember we had the lunch break and I lay down on the floor. I didn't smoke and I threw up and I threw up from those Marlboro lights or whatever I was given. There wasn't any herbals in the discussion back then. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I got so sick. But it's it's true, and they just said, no, no, that's how he was. And it's very important that you just stay like this. And Buscemi was the talker. That guy, he always talked, 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 and they hung out all the time. So tell me a little bit about your new film, uh, Food Romance, or the, the Tuesday Club. From what I understand, this is uh, Anika or Aneka Appelen's first feature film? It's her first feature, but she'd done TV, and she'd done... Uh, She's been second, you know, second AD and an AD, but she started, I think, when she was 18, script supervisor. She worked in all the possible angles except for a cameraman and sound. On So she really ended, like the Coen brothers, every day we ended, you know, strict on time, on budget. Everything was planned beforehand. It was a joy working with her. But it was called the Tuesday Club over in Europe, and here is food and romance, and it is food and romance. The way to romance goes through, you know, the stomach, they say. And here, it was very important to me because, first of all, Marie, the lead actor, the lead actress, Marie Richardson, she and I go way back. We went to the Academy of Acting in Sweden. We're from the northern Sweden. We got in from, from the same region in Sweden. We were in the local newspapers for decades because we're the only two who made it out to, to become actors at the National Theater of Sweden. So when this project came up and she was the lead and she wanted me to do the male lead, I said, this is a dream come true. And she said, yeah, because we had a lot of admiration from each other from the beginning. She was talented, beautiful, but most of all, she was from the same region. 
And it was very important to us to beat the Southerners, you know, kick them out from the stage. We hit our 60s, both of us, and we talked about this is an important movie because it's written and originated by a female writer and a director. There's three girls in the leads, and there's a fourth one as being the daughter, and it's three producers. They're all female. This is a dream for a Hollywood studio to come up with. We're so very diverse here. All the girls are doing this movie, and one guy. And I was, I was the only one there. But my perspective of life has always been you have to fulfill your dreams and the desires won't disappear just because you turn 50 or 60 or 70 or 80. Love might become more important the older you get. To hold somebody might become more important. And it became important in this movie too because from Annika, she's also hitting 60. She said, I want to show that people in their 60s have the same desires as somebody who is 20. So I think it's the first time we've seen three girls setting out. I think they've done it in Hollywood, you know, with three older guys setting out and shooting up a bank and robbing a bank and saying, we deserve this. And But here are three women and there's not a shoot up. There's not a heist. There's nothing. It's about making food, going to a master chef class. And it's a very small little class. It's kind of a small little town and there they find something extraordinary that changes their life and he finds something extraordinary because in the first time in his life he finds love a physical love a human love he's never been married never had any kids he's been passionate about his work and he's in love with his work but at the age of 65 he finds love and my message with his movie is it's never too late to start a rock band because life, if you're lucky, you live a long, healthy life. But if you deny your passions and your desires and dreams for not taking place in your body, you have denied yourself from a beautiful thing that you can have in this life. You have to nurture them, your passions and your dreams. The only one who can stop them is yourself your own prejudice, how a human being should behave in this society. And I have no problem. I, I walk around in my clothes. I walk around with my outfits, and I don't care what my neighbor says. I really don't. If someone don't like the way I dress, they can bitch about it, you know, in their own house or apartment. But me, it, it makes me happy to dress up the way I do, to have a torn clash t-shirt at the age of 69 and and to walk out in west hollywood with this torn t-shirt from eight to two gives me joy and makes me smile but if someone thinks he shouldn't be dressed like that he should have an overcoat and a hat yeah okay that's your opinion it's not mine so i think the movie for me was important because it doesn't matter how old you get your passion and your even your sexuality might just grow stronger. It doesn't disappear just because you're retired. And, you know, your emotion doesn't ever retire. On the contrary, they might even grow worse. Sexuality won't go away. It won't go away. I'm a living proof.
it was so nice to see you as a romantic lead. I mean, you've played all these different roles throughout all of these years, even the literal Prince of Darkness. But to see you as this romantic lead, I was like, oh, that's so nice. I promise I'm going to do more of them. Do more of them. Yeah. And with this movie now coming out, you know, Hollywood might open their eyes and do a remake. Maybe I can do the same part again. Who knows? Well, maybe there's going to be a lot of guns in that movie and a car chase and a boom crash bang. We never know. We never know in this city what they do to a remake. Well, I know we have to go. So let me try to say Taksur uh, Muket. Oh, thank you. Taks got a hotel, Mike. Ah, Taka Taka. And go Red Wings and Red Wings with all the Swedes being up there, you know, throughout the years. Thank you so much, Mr. Stromer. It's so great talking with you. Thank you. See you soon. See you up there. Forget your smile When you had to leave In the midst of every Christmas Eve I knew why Cause Santa always stopped by When you returned you said Did you leave something for me? Harder to understand It's like I never